You're listening to the English for Today Learn English podcast series brought to you by Englishfortoday.com. We get a lot of requests from our students asking for tips about writing good, clear English. So from time to time, we're going to post an article here about an aspect of writing that will be of interest to our members and students, and especially those students studying the English for Today online writing courses. Now today I'm going to give you some tips about writing interesting and readable news stories and blog postings. Now although writing news stories may not seem that difficult, it does, like any type of writing, take thought and practice. And then some more practice, and then when that's done, a little more practice. Now these tips won't make an instant Pulitzer Prize winning journalist out of you, but they will help with that other magic ingredient, practice, to write better clearer and more readable stories and topical blog articles. The first thing I want to talk about are the five W's and the H. Because at the heart of any journalistic experience or topical news blog, you need to answer five key questions for your readers. Who, what, where, when, why and how. Good news stories will answer these questions in a clear and concise way. And when you're planning your article or story, always ask yourself if you're answering these key questions. For example, if you're covering a story about a local politician running for election, you'll need to answer these questions. Who is the politician? Who are the opponents? Who is backing the politician? Who are the community supporters? What party does he or she belong to? What are their policies and politics? What is the current projected outcome of the election? What changes are they promising to make? What are they identifying as key issues? Where is the election? Is it local, national, international? Where is the politician's electorate and home ground? When is the election? How long has the politician been preparing their campaign? Why is he or she running for office? Why is the election being held? And finally, how will he or she change the political landscape after their election? How are they running their campaign? How much experience does he or she have in politics? Now the next thing I want to look at is what we call the inverted pyramid. This is when you place the most important facts at the beginning and then work down from there, elaborating the detail from the initial facts that you've provided. Your first paragraph should provide enough information to give the reader a good overview of the entire story and hook them into wanting to read more. The rest of the article will explain and expand on the beginning. You've got to learn to think like an editor. Will the story still work if you cut everything except the first few paragraphs? If not, rearrange it so that it does. If the first few paragraphs says it all, perhaps you don't need to elaborate further. Be tough on your story and cut out anything that's not necessary. Now remember that a story is about people. News stories are all about how people affected by events and actions. In the election story above, you might spend time focusing on how the politicians' proposals may change the lives of one or more individuals and use some interview materials to back this up. You can also approach your story from a certain angle. Most stories can be presented using a particular angle or slant, and this is a standard journalistic technique and isn't necessarily bad. It can help make the purpose of the story clear and give it focus. 
Now, examples of some angles used in today's Australian election stories are Australian PM faces losing seat. That's from the BBC, and you'll find that linked from the blog posting. Or Australia's election showdown from CNN, also linked through the blog. And finally, how the web shaped the Australian election from the AAP, also linked through the blog. Now, keep your story or article objective, unless, of course, you're setting yourself up as a commentator. If you want to provide an impartial perspective, and we can argue about how possible that really is, then you need to stick to the facts and avoid personal comment or the use of I and me. However, many blog writers are providing a very personal perspective and commentary on an issue, and in this case, it's better to make it quite clear that this is what you're doing. It is still better not to litter your text with a load of I think and my opinion is type statements which have little real argument to them and risk transforming comment into mere rant. It's better to try and present your arguments in a balanced way taking into consideration the counter arguments and making your case clearly and concisely. You can also quote people. Quoting people will reinforce your arguments or add perspective or authority to your article. For example, Google Australia's Head of Corporate Communications, Rob Shilkins, agrees. This election campaign has been notable for the amount of blogs, comments and analysis from voters and candidates alike, Mr Shilkins said. Now, I quoted that from How the Web Shaped the Australian Election from the AAP. As I said before, that's linked from the blog posting, so you can see the full article from there. And finally, and perhaps the most important bit of advice that I could give you, is to keep your writing simple. Keep your sentences and paragraphs short. Don't use lots of heavily descriptive language. When you've finished, go through the entire story and try to remove any words which aren't completely necessary. Usually you'll find a lot of adjectives that can be pruned, repetition that can be knocked out, points that are not central to the story that can be eliminated, and long Latinate words that can be replaced with a simple Germanic equivalent that conveys the same meaning more forcefully and clearly. Now, I hope that'll get you going, and if you feel that you'd like some professional coaching, then, of course, you can always take an English for Today online writing course. Till next time. Visit www.englishfortoday.com and see how we can help you improve your English.